In my experience, one of the most poorly understood relations among believers is that of faith and reason. Few have a clear understanding of the nature of faith. Fewer still have a clear understanding of the relationship between faith and reason in the life of the Christian. So over the next several episodes, we're going to tackle the subject head on and try to work our way out of this confusion. Perhaps you've heard some well-meaning believers say something like this. Christianity is all about faith, or the heart, and not about reason, or the head. I don't need evidence, argument, or reasons. I just have faith. Now, this sentiment may seem pious, but it actually perpetuates the false and dangerous notion that faith and reason are mutually exclusive, and even in conflict with each other. And the idea here is that faith takes over, where reason leaves off, that one must that one must make a leap of faith, as it were, into the dark in order to be a Christian. One must check their brain at the door when they enter the church. And I think that many Christian believers today unreflectively assume a view of faith like this, that faith is just a kind of raw act of the will or a decision to believe that requires little involvement from the intellect. Now, ironically, many believers unknowingly share a view of faith that is actually quite common among atheists. For example, Brian Sapient of the Rational Response Squad has said, quote, faith is defined as believing something without evidence, which is, by definition, irrational, unquote. The famous new atheist Richard Dawkins has said, quote, faith is blind trust in the absence of evidence, even in the teeth of evidence, end quote. And George Smith has written, quote, reason and faith are opposite, two mutually exclusive terms. There is no reconciliation or common ground. Faith is belief without or in spite of reason, end quote. Then there's Mark Twain in his characteristic pithy fashion. He says, quote, faith is believing what you know ain't so, end quote. Now, this conception of the relationship between faith and reason, that faith and reason are entirely distinct and even at odds with each other, I think is the general view of our culture today. Remember that famous line from The Miracle on 34th Street? Faith is believing in things when common sense tells you not to. Faith is believing in things when common sense tells you not to. The general misconception about faith and reason can be captured by a series of contrasting terms. So faith is seen as kind of a non-cognitive activity, whereas reason is essentially cognitive. Faith is irrational, whereas reason is rational. Faith has to do with opinions, but reason is concerned with the truth. Faith is all about values, whereas reason is about facts. Faith is inner, reason is outer. Faith is private, reason is public. Faith is emotional, reason is intellectual. Faith is concerned with feelings, whereas reason is concerned with thoughts. Faith is subjective, reason is objective. Faith is all about religion, whereas reason's about science. Faith is true for me, but reason is true for all. Now, although some believers may think that such a view of faith is pious, the secular world at large considers it to be not pious, 
but pathological. Faith so defined is, to the secular mind, just a species of gullibility, illusion, delusion, wishful thinking, subconscious projection, or even a kind of social construction. And we really can't blame them for their assessment. If faith is understood as a blind leap in the dark, a lack of critical thinking, or belief without evidence, then it's hard to see how it does not reduce to a kind of defective act of the mind. But this conception of faith is just confused and completely misguided. To see this, let's just consider for a moment our everyday common notion of faith. When we say that we have faith in a person, we usually simply mean that we trust that person. And when we take on faith what a person tells us, we're simply accepting the person's testimony as being trustworthy. Our everyday common sense notion of faith is simply this. Faith is believing something based on the authority or testimony of another. That's it. There's no notion here of a blind leap in the dark or of a suspension of our rational faculties or of gullibility. These are all ideas that we often associate with the idea of faith, but that are no part of the notion of faith as such or in itself. Whether or not our faith or trust in the authority or word of another is rational or reasonable is a separate question entirely. If the authority or witness in whom we have placed our faith is trustworthy, if we have good reasons to believe that they're an authority in what they say, then our faith is reasonable. It is rational to trust that person. If, on the other hand, the authorities or witnesses in whom we have placed our faith are untrustworthy, if we have no good reason to trust what they, what they say, or if we have good reason to doubt that they're an authority in what they say, then our faith will be, to that extent, unreasonable. It will be irrational to put our faith in them. So faith as trust or belief based on the authority or testimony of another will be reasonable or unreasonable depending on the quality of the witness. Now, seen in this light, faith is not a particularly religious phenomenon, but an entirely ordinary and absolutely essential and even inescapable part of human life. We exercise faith in the testimony and authority of other people all the time. We believe doctors when they diagnose diseases. We believe scientists when they tell us about the nature of the physical world. We believe historians when they describe events from the past. We believe teachers, friends, and parents based on their word. All of these are expressions of faith. And very rarely do we actually attempt to verify the claims of those we consider to be trustworthy witnesses. And, and this is an entirely reasonable thing to do. In fact, when you think about it, much of what we consider ourselves to know is based on faith and the testimony of others. Most of what we believe comes to us secondhand, and usually at the end of a long chain of human links. Every one of us must place our trust in external authorities for almost everything that we know. Our knowledge is largely made up from the direct observation, experiences, and experiments of others. I believe that matter is made from atoms, but I've never seen an atom, and I've never examined atomic physics. 
I believe that the chemical compound of water is H2O, but I've never done the chemistry myself to verify this. I believe that George Washington was the first president of the United States, but I haven't examined the primary source documents to confirm this. And I believe that energy equals mass times the speed of light squared, but I've never done the calculation myself. And it's not just us non-specialists who have to rely on the testimony of others for our knowledge. Even scientists, historians, and people from every branch of human learning must rely on the testimony of others for most of what they take to be true, even when it comes to their own areas of academic speciality. Now, I think that we can easily see that even in our everyday knowledge of a more mundane or ordinary kind, we are inescapably reliant on faith. When a stranger approaches me and introduces himself as John Smith, I don't res uh, reply by saying, prove it. When my parents tell me that I was born in the month of May or that my name is Anthony, I don't demand that they produce my birth certificate. Or when my doctor tells me that my cholesterol is high, I don't insist to run the blood work again myself. We, we really cannot practically function without exercising faith in the authority of others all the time. And if we tried to restrict what we know to our own direct observations or experiences, we would know very little indeed. And we don't merely believe the testimony or authority of others. We actually take massive risks based on the faith that we place in others. We take the word of the surgeon on faith when he tells us that he needs to cut us open and remove things inside our bodies. We place our faith in the word of aeronautical engineers when they assure us that the planes we fly around in won't crash and burn. We exercise faith in the manufacturers of elevators when they tell us that they can carry up to 5,000 pounds. And we trust the testimony of our financial advisors when they assure us that they can handle our life savings. Now, these are all of them everyday, regular, ordinary exercises in faith that we all engage in throughout our lives. And we are entirely reasonable in doing so. So faith properly defined as belief that is based on the authority or testimony of another is not essentially unreasonable. If it were, we would all be irrational when it comes to most of what we believe. So why are we so confused about this? Why do so many people believe that faith and reason are essentially at odds with each other? Well, I think it's because the term faith is often deployed to refer to the idea of blind faith or credulity. But as we've seen, this is to confuse the nature of faith in itself, or faith per se. Again, faith is not itself irrational. Rather, it can, it can either be rational or irrational, depending on whether the one we are believing is trustworthy and authoritative. As we've seen, when we have good reason to trust the testimony of some authority, we exercise reasonable faith. And when we don't have good reason to trust the testimony of some alleged authority, or when we have good reason not to trust the testimony of some alleged authority, we exercise bad faith or blind faith. Again, whether or not faith is rational or irrational will depend on the reasons we have for thinking that the authority we are believing is trustworthy. Credible witnesses make for a reasonable faith.
So if we go back to that series of contrasting terms between faith and reason, we can now see just how confused it is. Faith and reason are not two mutually exclusive and distinct domains, one being a cognitive, rational, objective enterprise, and the other being a non-cognitive, irrational, and subjective one. Rather, faith and reason are interconnected, and their relationship can be one of interpenetration and harmony. Faith is not a defective act of the mind. It's a natural and legitimate mode of human knowing. Now, is there anything else we can say about faith? Is there anything special or unique about Christian faith in particular? And is our faith in God a reasonable faith or an unreasonable faith? Well, these are questions we'll turn to examine next time on Think for Christ.